What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. I know this we're on New Year's Eve as this thing drops, but Happy New Year. I know I'm looking forward to 2019. I hope you are, too. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the difference in my voice, but for Christmas, uh, Miss Claus brought me a nice new microphone for the home studio, so I'm really excited about using this bad boy. Uh, I hope you guys have had a wonderful holiday season thus far. Uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, I hope you had a great time with family and friends. I know I have, and that is why you have not been hearing from me for quite some time. Uh, plus, uh, some of my interviews kind of dried up, but you know what? I have a, a couple in the can, and I can't wait to get to some of these top 10 lists for you know films in 2018, as well as I got a top five black films uh, in cinema with Tim Gordon. So I, I've got some stuff coming down the pipe for you guys. Plus, I'm going to be doing more interviews with indie filmmakers and all that good stuff. But I just wanted to really quickly post my interview with Roma star Yelitsa Aparicio. Um, you know, Roma is the new film from Alfonso Caron. It is currently on Netflix. As I have been saying everywhere, make sure that you don't just watch it on Netflix. If you can, around award season, because I believe this film will definitely be there uh, in the Academy Award nominations, you want to go see this on the big screen. It's a beautiful black and white film. It focuses on a year in the life of a middle-class families made in Mexico City in the early 1970s. Now, I was able to speak with the star of this film during the Middleburg Film Festival, and I've been holding on to this interview for quite some time. What I did with this is I just cut it up. So, uh, you know, she had an interpreter there for her. And so it would be nice to actually put the full version for any of the Spanish-speaking listeners so that you could hear it without being edited. But what I've done is I basically kind of put my first question and then, you know, let her speak a little bit and then came in with uh, the English translation. But it was a really great conversation. You'll get to learn a little bit about uh, Yalitza. And so I can't wait to get into it. But first, I want to go ahead and let you guys know that in January 2019, I'm going to be dropping my first ever published book. It's called Army of One PR for the Indie Filmmaker. As you guys know, I have my online course that's already up and running. As you all know, I, I love indie filmmaking and indie filmmakers. I feel like those are the best stories that are told. And so last year, one of my goals was to be able to better equip filmmakers with how to really get their films out there, but not just out there, but seen. And so as you all know, with the online course from uh, pre-production to post-production, it really kind of tells you what to do with your PR and marketing. So I've scaled kind of the course down into a bite-sized version that's a little bit more economical with this book. And that's going to be coming forth again in January. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. Definitely need you guys support and help as I launch uh, on this day. I'm going to make sure that you guys know first exactly when I'm launching. It's going to be a, a small, small, I'm talking a fraction of your coffee for the day price so that we can make sure that this thing uh, becomes a number one bestseller, even if it's just for the day. <laughs> but I'm really excited about that. Again, it's Army of One PR and marketing for the indie filmmaker. Um, this is the first book I've ever you know, written and brought to completion. And so I can't wait to bring it to you guys. Uh, but once again, I just wanted to say Happy New Year. 
Can't wait to uh, bring you guys more movie information, interviews, all kinds of things in the new year. Uh, let me know on social media what, how you spent your holidays. What are some of the films that you saw? Uh, everything is at Picture Lock Show. Um, if you go to the website, I am going to have my review of Bird Box, which <laughs> everybody is talking about it. It's like either people like love it or hate it, and I think it... What, what Bird Box did and what Netflix was able to do was it was able to catch people while we were all at home, chilling for the holidays, you're with family, you're with friends, you want to be entertained, and a lot of people were able to catch Bird Box. Now, I, again, I think the opinions on the film have been split, um, and I have my opinion up on the website. You can find it under the now streaming section uh, if you want to go there. Otherwise, let's go ahead and get into this interview again with the star of Roma, Yelitsa Aparicio. Again, I started out the question as I always do. Yelitsa, when did you first fall in love with film? ¿Cuándo fue la primera vez que te enamoraste del cine o de ver películas? ¿Cuándo fue la primera vez? Pues fue desde muy pequeña. Well, I was very, very young. I had the opportunity to see a film because my parents took me to a type of a movie theater we had back then in my community, and it was a black and white film. Awesome. So, Roma, this is your first picture, correct? What does it feel like to work with Afonso Cuaron on your first film? Bueno, Roma es tu primera película, correcto? ¿Qué se siente trabajar con Alfonso Cuaron en tu primera película? Well, at first it was like discovering little by little what this was all about. Then I started like trying to find out and researching who he was and about his job because I didn't know anything. And once I read about it, I felt very, very honored to have been given this opportunity by him being a non-actor. And well, he's been my teacher along the way. He's the one who uh, taught me everything. Man, I love the fact that you, you're like, I don't even know who this guy is. Amo la parte donde dices que no tenías ni idea de quién era Alfonso Cuarón. Es que no estaba acostumbrada a todo sobre el cine. Well, the thing is, I used to go see a film and maybe learn the title, like uh, remember the title or some of the characters or the actors. And once the credits started coming out, I just stood up and left. So I guess that could be one reason um, not to know who he was at all because I never checked with the credits who had been involved in any of the films. So I think your performance is a very internal performance. Um, could you talk a little bit about how you got prepared for this role? Bueno, siento que tu actuación es como muy interna, muy interiorizada. ¿Nos puedes platicar cómo te preparaste para este personaje? Well, I had no preparation at all. So I just tried to go through the whole process and the shooting as if I were living my own life because uh, I allowed everything to surprise me just like life where there's no script either. There's nothing written about our own lives. And I also did my best to pour my heart out there and this was a new thing for me. Yeah. Okay. So 1970 is about, you know, almost 50 years ago. So 50 years ago, you know, in Mexico, having um, the help, as we like to call it, 
how far do you think that we've come since then? And, you know, what was it like being a character that, you know, you're really helping the main family? Pues, para mí es un, un orgullo porque... Well, eh, I feel very proud that with this film, finally, they actually take a look to these invisible people in these households. And this not only happens in Mexico, where these people normally leave their communities to go to the big city to find a better opportunity of work, but also the immigrants who leave their countries to go to other countries to work, pursuing a, a better life too. And I'd love to, if I could see people, would give a value to the persons who work in these households because they become part of these families and they are also accomplices of certain things that happen in the households. I think that um, by the end of the film, we see that whole arc and transition where most of the time, the camera kind of lingers where we're far back away from the family. And I think that was a part of your character. But by the time we get to the beach scene, suddenly you become the center of the frame. And also, it's kind of like you join the family. And so, uh, how, how important do you think it, it is for us to see that and view that portion of it, like you were just saying, in terms of the help being a part of the family? Sorry, I know that was like... Bueno, pienso que a la hora que estamos viendo la película, I think um, it's a way of giving them a value. And I think also there shouldn't be any difference due to the social class or the race or the color. And I think it's important for families to learn that many times, thanks to the nannies or the domestic workers, there's union in those households and that they are essential in these families. I've had the opportunity of talking to different persons and I found out also that sometimes when unfortunately one of the parents dies or is, uh, is lost for whatever reason, there's always the nanny there, full of love, and just as their moms that actually help them with every situation they are going through. And this for me is beautiful, and I think it helps to give them the value they deserve. Last combo question. Mi última pregunta en paquete. What was your favorite part of uh, the whole filming experience, and what do you hope audiences take away from the film? Bueno, eh, las dos preguntas son, ¿cuál es tu parte favorita de toda la experiencia que viviste al hacer yes, la um, I think what I like the most about this experience is having learned about everything involved in the film and give it a value. Like, for example, uh, not only what you see in front of the cameras, but all the people that are involved to be able to have this result at the end. I think it's like a factory that if you have a piece that is not working of the whole gear, then the result won't be as it was. Y la otra pregunta, pues, me gustaría que aprendiéramos a ser más humanos. I would like if we could all learn to have more humanity in us. And I would love to have true equality um, and not to make any difference based on race, color, gender, or socioeconomic level. I think we should all have the same opportunity to do whatever we want to do and that we should actually go for it and knock on every door until we open them. Awesome. All right, thank you.